is going on, everybody? Happy Monday, y'all. What's going on, Rochelle? How was New York? It was great. It was uh, it was fantastic. I love being in New York. Yeah. Would uh, you ever move there? I mean, if I would move there tomorrow. I don't think I'll probably ever move there. And like, just from a work standpoint. Really? I did have a weird interaction with uh, one of those weird fan interactions. What happened? I was waiting outside with Charlene and mm-hmm. Andy. Prince Street Pizza. Have you had it? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. So good. So good. Okay. It's worth that. I mean, that's my last. I think that's my last meal. <laughs> Prince Street Pepperoni Pizza. And I go outside. And where I'm waiting in line. It's like, yeah. it's always, there's always a line. Yeah. On, on weekend. So two young women come up. Kind of gave me the whole, hey, are you, uh, you know. So yeah. How's it going? Shook their hand. Took a picture. Then you can always tell, right? And then the one girl who took the picture said, "Sure." And then her friend was like, "Well, do you want to get a picture too?" And she was like, "No, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I don't, I don't want to." Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking, "Okay." Sometimes it happens. They're like, they're like, they're not, they don't, they don't watch yeah. the show. They yeah. don't care, but they're just being. A... And then sometimes they do that because they're trying to establish this boundary of, I don't think you're that cool. Yeah. But they're obsessed with the yeah. show, so she comes up. She, <laughs> she was just like. So you have your podcast. And I'm like, yeah. And, and she uh, um, she goes, I'm paraphrasing. Well, meanwhile, then her other friends started recording the video of me talking to this girl. And I was a little uncomfortable with that. I was like, Wait, oh, are you yeah. now you're like recording a conversation? That's weird. That's weird. I could probably, and she's like, I work for a podcast company. Oh, cool. Not really. Uh, whatever. And then she was basically saying, well, also, so like first there's a slight insult of like, I don't really care, but yeah. there's like, I listen to a bunch. I don't, I haven't, I haven't taken the time to listen to you. Yeah. It's nagging. But. I also, there's some things in sound quality that I can make better. What? And I'm like. That is one thing we do not have a problem with. First of all, that's not even the point. The point is, <laughs> how do you fucking know if you don't listen? Well, she obviously doesn't listen because we don't have a she, problem. No, she obviously listens. And that was her way of like being like that, that classic person who's like, well, who are you? I've never met you before. Oh, aren't you on that show? I don't watch it. My grandma does, but I hear yeah. about it all the time. Yeah. It was just like, uh, it was like, uh, I don't know. It was just weird. I don't know. But um, she listens to the podcast too. But uh, she wouldn't admit it. And it was just weird. And it was like a really dirty feeling. And Charlene and Andy were watching the whole thing. And it was like, oh, that was, what was going on? It was super weird. And then like Charlene, Charlene's like the sweetest person. So she kept apologizing for 30 minutes, not because she did anything. But she's like, I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. you had to do, go through It that. was just like a weird thing. And uh, yeah, but hey, you know what? small price to pay for having and then a lot of people a lot of lovely people in new york listen to the podcast and came up and and really and said they enjoy it so uh, thank you for saying hello and and not being like that other person yeah so anyways yeah i had a great time in new york thanks to everyone for uh who stopped and said hi uh in new york who's checking out the podcast yeah and uh i i, I always uh, always like it when people hey how's it going listen to your podcast I yeah always, that's so I always, nice always enjoy you people you people anyways great episode today uh thanks always uh for listening uh don't forget to send in your questions and ask nick at castmedia.com uh we are uh no no uh tuesday episodes now while uh the bachelor is in a short hiatus but we will as we mentioned uh last week we'll be coming back to you for listen to your heart and we'll uh, we'll figure we'll recap it why not you guys uh I think it's going to be pretty good. 
And I don't really know what to expect, but I tell you what, we're going to have an opinion about it. And I think that what starts uh, April 13th. So we'll be back on Tuesdays on the 14th of April. Until then, you're stuck with us two days a week. And as always, thanks for listening. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Good. Um, my name's Sierra. I am 21. Hi, Sierra, 21. How can we help? Okay. So basically, um, I had been seeing this guy for about six months. Uh, we were never officially like boyfriend and girlfriend, but we pretty much did all the things that like a couple would do. Um, but kind of the reason that we never were official was because coming into the relationship with him, um, right before him, I had a relationship that really broke me down. Like it, it really hurt me. And I was just kind of really apprehensive of getting into another relationship mm-hmm. and getting hurt again and then hurting someone else. Um, but I still wanted to give him a shot. And so we spent like six months together and I could just tell that he was really starting to like me more than I liked him. And you kind of starting to expect, uh, more out of me towards the end. Uh, just with like time and effort and stuff. And I just felt like I couldn't really fulfill the things that he needed. And so I decided to end it. And basically my question is like, how do you handle the guilt and like, yeah, just like the guilt of like hurting someone and then like breaking up. Cause I'm starting to like question my decision if I made the right choice or to break up, I should go back to him. Yeah. Uh, why are you questioning your decision? I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if it's like, like, I'm just really upset that it ended or if I like actually still really like him more than I thought I did in the beginning. Or well, let's originally. go, let's go back to when it started. You, it sounds like, cause I read, I read your email and from the tone of your e- email, it sounded like you thought he was a really nice guy. Um, Mm -hmm. and you always felt, you always felt like he really liked you and you never really got, and you, you either not, you either didn't get over the past relationship or the the initial one, or you just never, maybe you never liked him, uh, with the intensity that you liked the, the last person, you know, um, is that, is that all fair to say based on your email? Oh no. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely very accurate um it sounds like to me i mean we've all done this but um you know like you were probably a little selfish to get in this relationship but you said you said to him you said well you said to us um you wanted to give him a shot like what did you mean by that like what was your um so we actually met a year prior and we talked a little bit, uh, but it just kind of didn't work out. And then I know he's been uh, wanting to like try again with me, I guess. Sure. And so I wanted to, I guess, see if it would work out. Did you want to see if it worked out because you really wanted to give him a shot or you wanted to see if it would work out because you were heartbroken and you didn't have the relationship you wanted to be in and this felt like maybe... Like you just kind of wanted to have somebody and you thought, well, I mean, he's nice and he could work. So let's give him a shot. Like it was it really about giving him a shot or was it about, you know, having a boyfriend? 
Right. I mean, I think I definitely came into the situation like wanting to have fun, like having someone to do something with and like go places and get to hang out with him and his friends. So yeah, maybe it was like the selfish of I just like wanted to have somebody but to be saying, around. She's saying she feels bad. Well, I mean, you say you feel bad. Like, what do you, again, why do you feel bad? I mean, because, yeah, you could feel bad because it it sounds like he's really making you feel bad. Like, he's letting you know how sad and distraught he is over this. And that sucks. I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely. I would feel bad. uh, I mean, you're human. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, like, once I ended it, I would kind of not feel like a weight coming off my shoulder, but I just feel like better. But for the past couple of weeks, I've just been like, really emotional about it and questioning my decision and yeah maybe it's him uh like telling me how he feels because uh I said this in the email but we have like the same major so I see him a lot in um the same classroom building and like I guess he obviously took it really hard when's the last time you've like how you you don't strike me as someone who might be single all that much uh if you if you Um, what's the longest period since like 16 that you have uh not had a had at least someone guy you're hanging out with totally um, and utterly alone with your friends <laughs> which is not really alone. Um, let me think about that. so i mean i have had like quite a well i've had two long-term relationships i came into college dating someone for two years and then i guess kind of a year it was my my sophomore year and I'm a junior. So I guess like last year I had a period where I wasn't seeing anyone. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's just, um, I think maybe you should take a, a break. Um, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how to feel like you broke up with him for a reason. And from what you're telling us, it right. sounds like you felt like, his intensity level was uh, far exceeding yours and you never were really there. And while you enjoyed his company and you enjoyed probably spending time with him because he was really sweet, it just didn't feel like the type of relationship you wanted. To me, that sounds like actually a mature thing to do where you're just like, listen, I don't, this is only, you're only, this guy was only going to like you more. His feelings were only going to intensify. You sounds like you question your ability to get to that level. And he was always going to get hurt, unfortunately. I mean, and listen, there's no, there's nothing wrong for, there's nothing wrong with you saying I was going to give him a shot or give the relationship a shot. That that's fine. I mean, you're, you're entitled to, to do that. You were upfront with him. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Maybe in the future, you know, think to yourself, am I doing this because I just want to have somebody or I really think it's there. And there's, you know, and people fall in love differently, you know, um, Mm -hmm. people do, people can grow in love. So there's, I don't really think there's anything wrong with what you did, but I would right now question when you start feeling bad, when you break up with someone, whether you, you you get broken up with or you break up with them, there's going to be these moments of loneliness and boredom and sadness. Mm-hmm. And unless he was a, you know, a total asshole and it was an extremely toxic relationship where you're just relieved to be out of, of course you're going to miss spending time with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you're going to miss some of the little things that you guys did. You know, it sounds like he was a pretty decent guy or pretty, mm-hmm. is a pretty decent guy. So when you're starting when you're at those kind of crossroads of wondering whether you want to get back together with someone, you have to really kind of 
go back to the what you were feeling when you broke up with them. Um, I think people your age, and I certainly did it when I was your age, we have that habit of breaking up, kind of seeing what else is out there. Then, you know, maybe we have some fun, maybe we don't. If we get bored, we kind of go back to what was comfortable. And then, you know, that's that's kind of selfish. It, it, you're wasting both of each other's times. And we've, like, there's a lot of people that have that one relationship that goes on for two or three years and you break up a bunch of times, you date people in between. And in one of those relationships, there's always someone who has way more power than the other person, you know? Um, and it's not, it's, it's not gender specific. I've had guy friends who were just obsessed with these women and, and, and I've had women friends who were obsessed with these guys. And it's just like, they kind of are always just chasing this person and he's always going to be chasing you. And my gut tells me you're mm-hmm. never really going to feel like um, you, you're getting what you want out of it, but you like having fun with him, mm-hmm. and he probably makes you feel great. And you have to be careful not to rely on him uh, to make you feel great when you uh, are down because that that's pretty common in these situations where mm-hmm. he's always going to be there for you and he's going to make himself so available too. like, he's just going to be like, I want you to, I want you to think of me when you feel this way and he's going to make you feel okay with, with quote, kind of using him. And that's kind of on you since you have the power here to like say, right. no, this is not, you're you're doing this for him, you know. It's because this is only this is only gonna get. You're only gonna delay it, right? And 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 unless right. if you wake up one day and realize I'm in love with this guy, I would like take a step back and really be like, Am I really? Am I just bored? You know, like, am I just lonely? Yeah. Um, because it sounds like you gave it a fair shot. Um, so that that's my take. And I don't know. You you were kind, right? Like when you broke up with them. There's a difference between like yeah. being mean and direct. Like he's going to hurt his, mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to hurt his feelings, you know? Right. Right. No, I definitely tried to make it as, as kind as I could. I really told him like, it wasn't anything he did or didn't do. Yeah. It was like, I just couldn't like get those feelings, but he definitely is making himself available. Like he reminds me like, I'm still here, you know, kind of thing. So I guess it's, it's hard to like, not fall back into that trap of like, oh, yeah. he's still there. I mean, it it seems it seems harsh, but the right thing to do is to kind of stand your ground, you know, um, at the risk of coming across cold to him. Um, right. I he's just he's looking for any sign of hope, uh, any sign that you care, and I wouldn't I wouldn't give it to him because um, that's okay. You, it's okay if he hates you for a little bit of time. That's okay. He'll yeah. come. He'll come around, but his he, he just his feelings are hurt, and we've all been there. But he just he's got to get over it. I mean, put yourself in the shoes that you were, and you got your heart broken. It was kind of shattered, right? Like it's, you seem to be mm-hmm. recovered from that, but you need probably needed to really kind of hate that person for at least a little moment. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he might have to hate you, and that's going to be okay. No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and also with like the guilt, would you just? say like just keep doing you and yeah i mean listen breakups are hard right and that's the thing it's kind of my point is you know if you're a good person you break someone's heart you should feel bad not necessarily feel bad like you know responsible but that's that's love and that's dating and that's messy and it could only what you're what you're considering is only going to make that worse you know what i'm saying like now you're kind of at the point where like you you could start fucking with him you know selfishly where you are 
you're you're letting him and yourself convince you that it's okay to keep him around just in case you might change your mind but deep down you probably aren't going to um and what you like and that's the thing it's like sometimes people in breakups because they don't want to be mean you know they they feel bad so they don't really say the uh, they're not really totally honest or they will say things they don't really mean like well you never know you know like you never know we might maybe could get back together but like right now i just don't see it and the truth is mm-hmm. you just don't see it you know and 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 right. when you say you never know that never know really means like i really want to find something better <laughs> you know and it's nothing yeah. against them <laughs> Um, and that's okay. Like someday some girl is going to be obsessed with him and he's not going to feel the same way about her, you know, and that's, that's life, but don't be cruel, you know? And the, and, and that's the thing is it's almost counterintuitive right now. The nice thing to do is to let him move on however he needs to, uh, not to let him hang on and have you, you know, own real estate in his mind for the next six to 12 months. Cause in the long term, right. that's the mean thing to do. You know, it just won't feel that way to him right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. If, well, thank you. Hopefully that makes that. sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it sounds like you're doing the right thing. You just, you know, it's, you're going to feel bad, but just when you get bored and lonely, don't be selfish. Okay. I'll try not to. <laughs> All right. All right. Take care. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ooh vitamins for women yeah i mean we're all trying to eat kale we're trying to eat smoothies and we're still missing nutrients even your sister said that when she was here yeah it's uh it's really hard to get all the nutrients our body needs yeah and so and every and and men and, and, and are very different from women yes very yeah um, especially biologically and ritual has all the vitamins Yeah, it has D3, omega-3, and what I love, they have a no-nausea capsule because that's what I hate, like, feeling gross after you take, like, a huge... Dose of vitamins? Yeah, and, like, these, you just take two, and they are, like, they have a minty taste, and it's, like, a pleasant experience. I mean, you heard it. Have you ever ever heard someone say taking vitamins was a pleasant experience until now? Well, you just did. Yeah. And I... I think uh, I don't think that should be lost on yeah. you listening. So, yeah. better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now, Ritual is offering my listeners ten percent off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a smart step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com/viall to start your ritual today. That's ten percent off during your first three months at ritual.com slash v-i-a-l-l get that pleasant vitamin experience (laughs) flamingo listen if if you're a woman you know that you're paying too much for your razors oh hells to the yes they are scalping us they're taking us for all we're worth and that's why i love flamingo i brought the box in tell us about it fun name look at those razors yeah, the razor. And also, you know what's great? The shaving cream is like an award-winning shaving cream. It Ooh. won the Allure. Like, this is good quality stuff. Wow. Yeah. Um. So, and you order, you can order this shave set. That's what we're offering. Mm-hmm. And look at inside, it says, women are strong, smart, beautiful, funny, and hairy. Very true. Yeah. And it comes with this um, body lotion that smells really, really good. And it comes with shaving cream and a razor. 
try the Flamingo Shave Set for just $16. You get all that for $16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm guessing even you guys buy razors at like a store, you're spending like more than $16 in just razors. Oh, yeah. And then it costs so much for to get the bra- blade refills. Jeez, and man. But these are like a really good, I've been using it, it's a really good shave. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, whew, boy. And then like if you decide to shave your legs, you're burning through razors probably at a pretty fast rate. That's a lot of surface area to cover. <laughs> I mean... It's just it's expensive. It, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's your entire shave routine, including Flamingo's award-winning razor, shave gel, and body lotion. Plus, they throw in a slip-free shower hook. I'm telling you, shaving feels better when it's not overpriced. Amen to that. And with their 30-day money-back guarantee, you can try Flamingo risk-free. Flamingo is in over a million bathrooms and it can be in yours too for just $16 with free shipping today when you visit shopflamingo.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's shopflamingo.com slash V-I-A-L-L. How's it going? I'm good. Hi. What's your name? I'm Hannah. I'm 24. Hi, Hannah, 24. How can we help you? Um. Well, basically, long story short, I met this guy last year. And we very quickly got into this sort of friends with benefits sort of situation. Mm -hmm. And I was okay with it. And until he started like blurring the lines. So I just asked him straight up about it. And he was like, no, I don't want anything. I don't want anything serious. So I was like, all right, cool. When you say blurring the lines, what do you mean? Like it would go from me sleeping over and going right back out to me sleeping over and him making breakfast to me, him like making a big deal on my birthday and then like meeting his family. I think when I met some of his family, I was like, okay, what's going on? So you guys were hooking up and you felt like he was starting to like act like a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. But he, but it was my understanding that that wasn't, what we were doing sure i get that i wasn't i just i literally didn't understand what you meant by blurring the line so it was him um doing some boyfriend things that you 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 questioned whether he was he just wanted this to be a hookup thing yeah so like i asked him and he said like no like he didn't want any feelings to be involved so i said okay and we were fine for a few months and then he started doing things again, just sort of like saying little things like he would do me a favor and then be like, Oh, like you don't know how much it means that I did this for you. Like I don't do this for anyone. And like he asked to come spend a weekend with me and like, I don't know. It was just like little things. And it's gotten to the point where like, I just want to know what's going on on his end, but I don't want to seem like I want something more. Okay. So, like, I don't really know how to pose that question without it seeming... Because, like, I've already asked once yeah. and got an answer. So, like, I don't want to ask again, seem, like, pushy. Like, I'm looking for something when I just want clarification. She says they t- text every single day. And then um, and then he was her date on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you text every single day, is it always him reaching out? Or are you? is it pretty even? It's like both. Like, if he'll like see something and send it to me, or I'll see something, I'll send it to him. Like, it's very light-hearted sort of conversation. Sure. But we probably don't go two or three days without. Are you going? Are you going on dates with other men? 
are are you um are you ho- i haven't been are you hooking up with other men no why not he's really like the first guy i've like just hooked up with okay well, what's in what's your motivation for keeping it the like why do you want it to be just a friends with benefits situation because i know I, I know who he is and i know who i am and i know that like if it were to go for into something else it wouldn't work out what do you mean just by because that? we just have fundamental differences like he really wants to he's a freelance person wants to like go everywhere and i want to just like stay in one place okay. and build a community he wants he's not really he has a touch and go religion relationship and that's something that's really important to me okay but like i just know that it wouldn't really work out but minus kind of and that that makes sense but minus that stuff you you quite enjoy spending time with him oh yeah like we're cool like he's we're really good friends i feel like he said he wanted to be in a relationship with you what would you say i would say we have to talk like in your email you said you would want it if he asked you well, it's not that I wouldn't want it. It's that like I would, I wouldn't be against it, but I would want to like. Talk. It's kind of a it's kind of a yes or no answer, Hannah. Um, there's nothing wrong with saying it's okay. Yeah. yeah, like this is you like him. It's I fine. think I think it's safe to say you oh, like no. the guy. I definitely like him. Like I'm not denying that I don't like him. It's just like I, <laughs> I'm very careful with putting my feelings like into someone because I'm not trying it. to get hurt. Uh, yeah, I get it. How, how how old is he? He's thirty. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you like him. That's okay. He likes you. Uh, and that's okay. And you're probably maybe there's it's a chance that you are being smart by protecting your heart. And, you know, he is a little older, right? So, you know, I don't know this guy. That's nothing wrong with the fact that you're dating him, but he is a little older. He might be at a different place of his life. Maybe you feel a little unsafe um, about like how he communicates his feelings. It's entirely possible that while he does these things, like takes you out on Valentine's, uh, introduces you to his parents, et cetera, et cetera, you know, uh, that th- those uh, actions might not be as meaningful to him as they are to you. You never really know. Like sometimes these little things, we have a way of like, oh, well, he took me out for Valentine's Day and he invited me to his parents. Could be those could be big moments. They also could be like, I don't know, I don't introduce everyone to my parents. You know, you never really know. Um, but I think when it comes to friends with benefit situations, unless you're two people who are just like broken on the inside (laughs) and you've kind of given up on love there's a short shelf life to a friends with benefits situation you know um because someone of yeah like when we met i was definitely broken yeah and that's fine like you know probably you probably weren't as broken i mean i mean like broken on the like you just kind of given up on like i don't mean like heartbroken i mean you may yeah were you hurt but you've you've been in a you've been you've been hurt before sounds like maybe yeah, like yeah. I had just gotten out of a very, very bad sort of situationship like a week before we met. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, so you're guarded. You're not broken. You're just guarded. Yeah. Uh, when I when I say, I mean, I'm kind of kidding, but when I, you know, it's just like, but the point is friends, friends with benefit situations tend to have a shelf life, right? Uh, because, you know, if you're guarded and maybe he's guarded or you maybe you are pragmatic enough to be like, Hey, listen, we're very different people. Like you go left, I go right. But like, Hey, the sex is great. So let's do this for a moment. 
you're human, right? And they're, you're spending time and you are talking on a regular basis. Like someone, if not both people, are going to develop real feelings, right? So uh, I think you just kind of have to be more honest with yourself about how you, you know, how you feel about him and the possibility of a relationship. I think it's smart that you seem to be objective about like how realistic a relationship could be with him because you could develop feelings and, and, and the things that you just said about the differences also could still be true. And you could be right. You could be right by saying, yeah, man, if I really open up to the possibility of a relationship with this guy, I, I'm like, in a, I'm going to get really hurt in a year. That's, that's possible. I don't yeah. know, you know, but the good news is you're only 24 and you can take a risk and you can get heartbroken again and you can survive it. I, I believe that I know that you can. <laughs> um, I'm not saying you should here, but I think you just need to be honest with the f- fact that this friends with benefit thing is, is, is kind of over, right? So you need to decide what do I want to do with this, right? You could ask him again. Um, and you're saying, well, how can I ask without making it seem like I want to, which is what you're really yeah. trying to say is I don't want to sound like I want to, but I actually do want to, but in just in case he doesn't want to, I don't want to put myself out there and feel rejected basically yeah so i mean listen he 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 likes you he he definitely likes spending time with you that much is obvious right uh you might have uh given him an opportunity to have his cake and eat it too right because you're not dating you're not boyfriend and girlfriend but you guys treat each other like boyfriend and girlfriend and you know he could be dating other people and there's nothing wrong with that you know he could have occasionally yeah um so what you're afraid of is asking him to stop doing that. <laughs> and you're afraid of the answer. And that's totally normal. Well, I just don't want it to seem like I really want something. Because like, what Why? I really want Why? is really conditional to what he wants. What? Honestly. Say that again. I'm sorry. Like, what I want is really conditional on what he wants. Mm-mm. Like... No, it's not. That's that, wrong, like, girl. It may not be existing, but like that's just like no. how I feel. Like that's not. Well, that's I, what, I just, not true. And and it's not a good way to live your life. Who cares what he wants? It's what you want. And yeah. then he can well, say yes I or just, no. I want to be wanted. Like in, in any no, situation, whether it's a friendship or a relationship, I want to be wanted. So if the other party doesn't want me in that capacity, that I don't want. That. Sure, but making yourself always available to everything they want in the moment they want it isn't a great way to. M- get them to want you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i mean in a perfect you're, you're trying to just describe this perfect utopia but like it you're not doing anything wrong but i'm just saying like he is kind of and he's not necessarily doing anything wrong either but at some point you need to like again we talk about this a lot on the show you need to set some expectations for yourself and then for him right you need to figure out what do you want in a relationship and what do you want to get out of it do you want this consistency do you want to have some sort of connection with someone from a religious standpoint where you're on some of the uh, on the same page or do you want someone who's just like respectful of your beliefs you know do you want someone who is open to settling down those things matter right but in the meantime do you want someone who like doesn't have sex with other people like that's normal <laughs> you know i want to know that they're not and if you know if you're open to open relationships then that's fine too but you need to define these expectations for yourself and right now you're at the point where what you did was you you got in this friends with benefit situation you were guarded before Nothing wrong with that. Good for you. But now you've developed front feelings. You are talking to him on a regular basis. And again, unless you're like dead inside, you're going to start developing feelings for each other. And that's also totally normal. And I don't doubt that he likes you. 
But there's a good chance, there's a good chance you could say to him, this is what I want. And he could say, Ugh, I don't know. You know, and he could reference the age difference. He could reference uh, the different lifestyles, all of which might be valid excuses on his part, not bullshit. Then you need to decide, all right, well, this isn't in line with what I want. And then you should probably leave. And if he can decide whether he's willing to sacrifice some of those, is he able to get over those things or not, right? But right now, you guys are going to get into the point where we're just going to really waste each other's time. And then keep in mind that you can't, uh, you can only guard yourself so much, right? You can't pretend, right? You got into this thinking, well, I'm guarded, so I'm going to friends with benefit. Now you like them. There's nothing yeah. you can do about that. So one yeah. way or another, when this ends, yeah. you're going to be sad, right? You're going to be disappointed and you're going to feel a little bit of heartbreak and you'll, you'll survive. That I have no doubt. But whether it ends today or it ends in a year, you're not going to feel nothing. Um, so you might as well get the most out of this relationship that you want. Right. Instead of like half-assing it uh, to protect uh, your ego and pride and, and things like that. Like you're a beautiful girl. You seem like gorgeous. You know, like you know what you want. Gorgeous. You you uh, you have a good head on your shoulders. And again, I just want to say that you are only 24. So like, if you like him, go for it. You know. And you um, said you confronted him drunkenly. What did he say when you did that? Well, he basically just sort of like. I don't know. Like he, he kind of just kind of brushed it off, brushed off the issue because I texted him about it and he was just like, well, I, he didn't see how he was in the wrong doing anything. Yeah. Weird. Cause he's, cause he's clear because he told you where he's not doing anything wrong. I, I think he is. But that's... He's, I don't think he's doing anything wrong, but like, he's like, she has to set some boundaries. I yeah. mean, there's no, you guys don't have a contract. There's no, there's no written rule that if you are friends with benefits, he can't introduce you to his parents. You're reaching out to him. It sounds like the texting back and forth is pretty even. Listen, I, I get what Rochelle's saying to a certain degree, but like he, I'm assuming he has feelings too. This is on you to he say. He said that he likes you. Of course he, he likes you. Like no guy is going to talk to you every, you know, like. He went to with you on Valentine's Day. He's he's texting every day. He likes you, right? He just might. I don't know if he's in love with you, and I don't. He could like you and still go on dates. He might. He might just like you be saying like I like this girl, but like we have our differences, and I just don't see how a relationship could really work out. That's. He could say the same things that you're saying, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it is on you to set your boundaries. So boundaries could be like, listen, I do like you, and I like this friends with benefits situation. And I'm going to be honest with you. like, I do like meeting your parents, and I liked the fact that we went on, out to Valentine's Day. And I kind of like, I do like you, and I could go there. I know that you might not want to, but if we're going to keep doing this, what I don't want, and I'm going to just point it out there because then I'm going to call you on it going forward if you do it is... I don't want you to do these things that make me feel special and unique. You know, if you are going out with other people, I don't want to meet your parents. They're lovely people, but I don't want to get to know them if we're not in a relationship. I don't want to take trips together. I don't want to do like celebrate Valentine's Day. I, I, you know, you, but that's on you to set those boundaries. And then after that, if he doesn't respect the boundaries that you set, then you have the right to call him out. But right now you're like, well, I want him to like, you're, Listen, yeah, you're not. You want him to you, guess. You like, want to pretend like you don't care. Yeah. You want to pretend like you don't care. Um, and yeah, and he might have different expectations of what friends with benefits means. So you guys haven't like, you haven't set those upfront expectations about that, and you're just afraid to 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 get an answer. And, and I get that. 
But you need to start setting some boundaries. And I think you need to start preparing yourself to admit to him that you, you like him. And, and it's okay if he doesn't respond the way you like want him to. But stop thinking, stop, stop pretending uh, that uh, your feelings in the situation um, are hit, like his. What I'm saying by that is I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the things you said on the top of this call were things that you think he might say, you know, about your differences. You know, well, I'm, you know, he, like I'm a freelancer. I like to be, but I know she wants to settle down. I'm not very religious and I know it's important to her. And now you're just kind of saying that. I don't know, but I, my gut tells me that maybe that might be the case. Um, yeah. It's, it's, you really like him and th that's okay. And I know he likes you. I just don't know how much. And right now he's definitely gotten to a bit of a comfort zone with uh, being able to do whatever he wants. And he's human. And, and uh, it's on you to tell him to stop if you want him to stop. And then he has the right to say, well, I don't want to stop. And then at that point, you have to s not pretend that you're okay with that because you're not. Yeah. Um, and then you have to be prepared to lose him. Yeah. Because yeah, if it ain't now, it's going to be later. And, it, and I just want to emphasize whether it ends today or ends in a year, you're going to be sad that he is not in your life and that's that's okay and you will survive but it's only going to get harder if you uh if you keep kind of being a little dishonest with yourself about your feelings and the situation no i get that you're gonna be okay hannah thank you you're a total babe you yeah. seem really nice uh you're gonna be totally fine set some there, like no guy has ever had a girl set boundaries, and again, you might not get what you want, but he, he'll, you'll get a positive reaction one way or the other. And again, he might not, but he. What I'm saying is, no girl has ever set boundaries to a guy and not have him respect her. Get a, you know, like you know, sometimes they don't handle it well, but like especially this guy. I can, I know this guy. <laughs> All right, so like, trust me, he will. At least temporarily, he'll, you'll probably get a, a good response. Um, you might get some excuses too, but stay on your ground. You really, this right. is, you really got to stay on your ground. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you got to sometimes go cold turkey, you know, and just okay. be like, you know, like, and I like you, but like this friends with benefit thing has expired. You know, we did, we had a good run, but now I want something more. And I deserve something more, whether that's with you or someone else. And I'm at the point in my life where I want to invest in that. I met you when I was guarded, et cetera, et cetera. This is what I want. You got to say it to yourself first, though. Do it. Do it. Yeah. When you talk to your Thank friends, you. talk that way. Talk like, I want more now. I, I expect more. I did this little thing. Yeah. I want more. You got to say that out loud. Yeah. Say it to your friends. Say it to yourself. And then say it to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can do it. Thank you, guys. I believe in you. All right. Bye. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> a little theme today. What? That Delaying the inevitable. Delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Well, like, again, with the first first call, she's, you know, do I go back with him? I don't know. You know? Mm -hmm. You're just delaying the inevitable. Right. It's only right. going to, like, sometimes, yeah, listen, when <laughs> dating, we say this, dating's hard. Heartbreak is a thing. It's part of the process. The good news is, experience a few times you get a little numb to it it's fine um but uh you you can't cheat it you, you can't yeah. you can't uh you can't 
it's eventually going to happen one way or the other. Either you're going to hurt someone or you're going to be hurt or both, but you can't keep doing things to like have prevent it. Um, It's just, it's going to happen one way. So when you do it, you know, be honest, be direct, be honest with yourself and just do it. And you can't not do it because you're afraid of the answer because of you, you, you're going to get the answer at some point. It's just, it's just going to happen. Uh, It's an absolute. These 30 year old fuck boys. It's like trying to tame a wild horse, man. Got to break them in. You got to whip them. And yeah, but again, she's an adult. I still, I don't think I should act like that. What? (laughs) I still don't think I should do that. Guys should do what? Like, um, what do you mean? What is he doing that he shouldn't do? The Valentine's Day, the family texting every day and still like, I think that's on you at some point to be like, it's not what, well, and, and it's on you, the it's guy. It's on the guy to not do that to someone. Do, to someone. What do you mean by that? He can tell that she really, really likes him. How do we know that? She said she's confronted him a couple times about it. When we got on the call, I this very much sounded like again. I I didn't read her email, but when it, we got on the call, this sounded like she at first had the power, very like assertive about like what she wanted and what she didn't want, and she was worried about him liking her more. Oh, and no, then it, that's not what it is. I understand that, but what I'm saying is she could be doing the same thing to him, mm-hmm. right? She's putting on a bit of a front to protect herself. Mm-hmm. And you're, I think you're suggesting that he should be some sort of mind reader because of what, he's either a guy or older. I mean, she seems very mature. He could be less mature than her. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she could be, she could have said to him, like, let's just go on a Valentine's Day. I'm not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Like, we should yeah. definitely have sex. And if she says that, is he supposed to, what, condescend her and say, well, you don't know what you're talking about, you young 24-year-old. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm just saying, it's a little like, you know, she's not a victim. She's an adult in this situation and she needs to set boundaries for herself. And if she keeps pretending that she doesn't care, it's not on him uh, to care for her. Mm-hmm. Right. I it's I know. And it's a little messy sometimes. And you know what? You're right. In some situations, if a guy or a girl feels like like our first caller, yeah, she, she has, she yeah. knows she has the power yeah. here. Uh-huh. She knows that, like, he really likes her, and she knows that she doesn't really like him, but she feels bad. That would be a dick move to like go out with him on Valentine's yes. Day because she's bored and lonely. Yes, but that's not that's not Hannah here. Like she yeah. is, she is like she's, you know, she he brings out to their family, and she calls him out like, "Well, why are you doing that? We're friends with benefit." What she really wants to hear is, "Well, it's because I like you, and I want mm-hmm. to introduce my parents." She's not saying that, so she's not communicating effectively, and maybe he not he isn't either. Yeah. But you're, you know, like it. She is an adult in this dating situation, and she she is responsible for setting her own expectations. And if she's not willing to do that, then you can't always expect the other party to quote unquote do the right thing mm-hmm. because they're also thinking of themselves and they're protecting their own hearts. And maybe, you know, who knows? Yeah. How's it going? Hi. Good. What's your name? I'm Margaret. I'm from Virginia. Hi, Margaret from Virginia. How old are you? I am 58 years old. Yay. All right. <laughs> we are a broad show. We, uh, we cover all spectrums. 
What do you mean? Broad. You know, we have 18-year-olds calling in. We have 58-year-olds calling in. Uh, Margaret, thanks for for calling in. Uh, We're excited about this one. How can we help? Well, my daughter uh, will be 30 next month. She is not married. She uh, is very independent. She loves to travel, but she is not interested in settling down at all. Okay. And... I'm 58. I do have an older son with grandkids, but she's my baby, and I'm ready for her to move it along. Okay. Well, <laughs> so your your daughter doesn't necessarily have the problem. You have the problem with with yeah. Okay. How old were you when you got married? I was 20 the first time. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, and, and when. Uh, and so, yeah. And so you're, you're, I mean, in all, in all seriousness, like, is this something that you're really, do you uh, have uh, disagreements with your daughter over this topic? Uh, not really disagreements, but she doesn't want to talk to me about it anymore. So I'm not allowed to ask if she's dating anybody <laughs> who she's going to dinner with. That's a boundary. So you've, uh, so you've gotten to the it, point where you annoyed her enough that she shut you down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have. Okay. I have. So. Uh, and what, what, I guess, what is your question? Well, what, what is, what's your generation? You're a little bit older than her, but what's your generation waiting for? Why, why are they not wanting to get married and settle down? Or, I mean, we, we got married young, yeah. but my husband, my second husband was military. So we've traveled the world and she's seen a lot of the world herself. She went on a backpacking tour uh, two years ago by herself, traveled the world. So she's done a lot of things. So I think the next step is to find somebody and get married. Maybe, 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 maybe. she feels totally different. I think uh, what's different about uh, the younger generations now, um, your daughter's a millennial, technically I'm a millennial. I'm at the right, yep. I'm on the end. And the generation yep. younger is, uh yeah the the average uh, person is getting married later in life I think like it's twenty nine thirty right around your daughter's age but uh, yeah. and I think there's pros and cons pros and cons of both I mean the the pro to your generation is like there was just more of a set uh the world was smaller in a sense there was more of a set playbook if you will you went to high school maybe you went to college and then the person you were in love yeah. with at that point. That's so you got married and you, you know, it was just like what you did and not only what you did, but everyone around you did. So if you weren't getting yeah. married and you weren't having kids, you were considered an outsider, if you will. Um, and now people are less and uh, people are doing that less and less, Espe- specifically women, right? Like back in the day, yeah. old school, it was like your job, like my, my, your job was to like get married and have babies. You weren't even expected to like consider having a career or go to work, you know, now right. women feel more empowered to do that. Uh, and rightfully so not, not all women want to do that, but it's certainly more of an option for them. And just like men throughout history, uh, uh, you know, uh, are settling down later and later and because they've been, um, focused on their careers, um, and they're just less concerned about that. So it's not so much like that your daughter hasn't seen the world. She just might not be willing to give up some of the freedom that she's enjoyed. She has this independent kind of bug in her, which is great. 
very much. Um, yes. Does she ever say to you that she wants to someday get married and have kids? Yes. Yeah, she's okay. mentioned it. And yeah. she'll say, you know, when I have kids, but she doesn't want to share anything else. When, when, my dad was like 32 and had five kids. You know what I'm saying? So like this whole yeah. idea, well, I had two kids when I was your age. Well, you know, no offense, Margaret, but good for you. You know, like it's a different, yeah. <laughs> it's a different, it is a different time, right? I doubt right. very much that you want your daughter to uh, feel the pressure of being single and not having kids and then go on some dating app and then settle down with a guy she kind of likes only to be miserable at 35 and then you have one grandchildren and she's they get divorced and then all of a sudden you're like you don't get to see your grandchildren quite as much because he's a total dick and there's always these constant custody battles etc 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 um right i mean i yeah, think that's you're right. you're right about that i think that's, that's fair to true. say so yeah. Yeah. when how old were you when you got divorced I was 23 when I got divorced oh, okay. and I was 25 when I got married again. Okay. And yeah. had you, did you have yeah. kids before or not? Yes. I have my older son is 36. So okay. I had him when I was 22. Okay. And then I have. Yeah. I so, mean, I don't think there's much, I think, I think you would be making a mistake to spend a lot of time comparing your young life to hers i mean for a lot of reasons i mean it's just a different yeah. time you might even have different personalities i don't know does your daughter take after you like do you see uh, yourself in her or do you does she maybe more take after her dad um she takes a lot after her dad she's really uh, much more well i had three kids when i was her age yeah. but she's much more independent but we kind of raised her like that. Um, yeah. and that's a, we wanted her. We wanted her to have a career so that she could take care of herself. Um, that she didn't have to depend on somebody else. But I also want her to be happy and not be alone. And you know, I'm 58. You probably have parents close to my age. Yeah. So the you know our time on Earth is getting shorter. You're going to so. be fine, Margaret. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I, she's she's yeah. 30. She's not 45, right? Yeah. And she can meet right. someone exactly. tomorrow. I do think in the in the yeah. in the in the present time, you kind of nagging her and bugging her is only going to put a strain on your relationship, and it's only going to make her feel resentment towards you that you know is quite unnecessary, right? So, yeah, she, you know, I, she d does she date? Um, I. I think so, because every once in a while she'll mention I went somewhere to meet somebody. But again, she won't tell me. Well, because you she won't tell me anymore. So I just don't ask. That's on you, though. Right. So like, I think <laughs> yeah, that, you, that's on me. You need to, I think you need to just try to reset. So, Maybe just have a moment. You can be like, I talked to this random dude on the Internet and he said I should chill yeah. out. But but in all seriousness, you could say, you know what, I, I'm. I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that your happiness means a lot to me. And you know I want grandkids, but I'm sorry that I made you feel a certain way. But either way, I would love to, if you feel comfortable hearing about your life, and I promise not to uh, make you feel judged or ask too many questions, but like you are my daughter, and so I'd love to hear what's going on you know, in, in your life. Yeah. And then whenever it is you settle down, I, I'm here for it, and I'll, I'll be excited. But you're not going to like pressure her make her feel guilty uh, or fall in love with every guy she brings home just because they like give you a hug and they're kind of nice the first two <laughs> times you know he might be yeah. a total asshole there are a lot of guys who know how to be nice to parents and are very charming 
that are total dicks to their girlfriends. Uh, yes, that's true. So, yeah, like she does doesn't want to have to explain herself to you all the time. So I would, I would, if I were you, I would, uh, yeah, let her know that you are sorry for making her feel that way. Because I'm guessing it would be fun <laughs> to hear some of these stories, and it would be fun to not tiptoe around her. And now she's probably, you know, and she could probably be nicer about it. But you've you you kind of started it, so maybe you try to end it in, in terms of like going okay. out there and saying, hey. You know, and that will probably put a lot of a lot of less pressure on her, um, and not feeling any resentment about it. Because my guess is she probably she probably wants wants to settle down as much as you want her to, right? Okay. Um, yeah. That would maybe. be. She's not going to tell yeah. you that, right? She she would never right. tell no, you that. She's, not. she's because like she doesn't want to give you that satisfaction, and and she doesn't want to f- put that up pressure on on herself. Um, so you're not going to change anything, right? She's decided not to get married in her early twenties. And there's definitely, it is challenging. There's kind of this, you know, it's like if you, even today, there's a lot of people who still settle down in that same period of life, early twenties, right? It still happens all the time. And it's a lot easier to do that because you, you're kind of, you know, for a lack of a better word, ignorance is bliss, right? It's easy, yeah. easier to fall. Yeah. You're in your early 20s. You see someone, you're like, I love you. You know, let's get married, you know. <laughs> and has she yeah. had heartbreak before? Has she had boyfriends? She has had boyfriends, but yeah. honestly, she's broken up with all of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but her other, I mean, her friends that, that she's good friends with, that she's been friends with for a long time, they're, they're all the same. Like um, her? Her first. Yeah, like her. Um, you say that like it's a disease. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. They're all wonderfully ever, independent. Do you ever look at her life and the things she's gotten to see and do and think like, oh, that I that would have been fun. I, I would have liked oh to do that. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I would have never gone backpacking around the world by myself. Yeah. But yeah. she did. But all the technology that we have now, we could keep tabs on her when she was in South America, when she was in Asia, when she was in Australia. Mm -hmm. So it was, and you know, we can uh, FaceTime with her. It made it really easy, but, um, it, you know, it's still, it's still a worry. Um, but what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Well, it, like when she was in South America, you Mm just, that's not one of the safest places. What are are you worried about with her not having a relationship? Um, I don't want her to be alone. I just, I don't don't want her to be, what? Doesn't sound like she's alone at all. Uh, She's, well, she's not, I guess, because she does have a lot of friends. Yeah. Where is she? Um, Is she living in a big city? She, yeah, she moved to Denver a couple, about a year and a half ago. So, but she was in DC for eight years before that. Yeah. Um, maybe look at your fears around it and try and like be rational about what that really is because, it doesn't sound like there is, she is in any kind of danger or lack. So maybe reframing yeah. that might be good. But congratulations on raising like an awesome, independent, yeah. adventurous woman. Like, good job. Now Thank you have you. to reap Thank what you. you sowed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, too, too much independence. Too much. Uh, I don't, I don't think you can have. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think uh, I get where you're coming from. You're, you're, you're not alone with a lot of parents doing that. Yeah. But I don't think, uh, I think you do need to reframe your perspective. Um, I think okay. in the short term, you should like right, try to reconnect with your daughter and, and make her feel like, 
yeah, hey, I know I kind of did this. I'm sorry. I'm just being a mom, but I apologize for making you feel this way. But I hope that you can like, I'd love to hear some of your dating stories. And I will do that without ever judgment or rolling my eyes or asking kind of questions. Uh, like she is going to like, clearly your daughter is going to settle down when she wants to. And nothing's going to change yeah. that. And you're not going to change yeah. that. Yeah. No guy's going to change that. And again, I think you should feel a, a sense of pride about that because there are a lot of people in this world and a lot of women who do struggle with uh, chasing guys because they just want somebody and they're just, you know, they don't set their own expectations about what they want for, from a dating standpoint. And it sounds like your your daughter uh, knows what she wants, you know, and, and won't settle on that. Yeah. And I think that's something that you, again, like Rochelle said, you should feel proud that she feels that way because there's a lot of people who don't and then there is a lot of people who don't and then get themselves in very toxic and unhealthy situations and start having kids they can't stand and then like you have a grandchildren but that's a which is great and it's a blessing and but sometimes that can be challenging um she's still young she still has plenty of years to to have kids and you're still you know you're still young margaret you know 50 58 It's like the new yeah, 40. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to. So you. Uh, yeah. I, I think in the. Yeah. In the short term. Um, try okay. not to stress her out because she isn't you. It is a different time. Um, yeah. we Our society is telling us and rightfully so that we don't have to immediately get married as soon as we're done with college or high school. We don't have to settle down with the person that we're in a relationship in our early 20s because that person, as yeah. we've come to find, isn't always the person that we want to spend the yeah. rest of our life that's with. Yeah, that's why I've been married twice. There you <laughs> go, right? So Yeah, and like yeah. living a single life, it's different. It's a different experience than the one you have and the people have when they're in relationships. It's different. It's not worse yeah. or better. It's just different, a different experience, a different life path. Maybe she'll get knocked up and you'll yeah. have a grandkid and she'll, <laughs> no. she'll be independent. Yeah, she's not going to do that. <laughs> I don't want grandkids that way. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, but you just take them any to take them any way you get. It sounds like you raised a good a, a good yeah. daughter who knows. I have I have two that live close by, oh. but uh, you know they're my sons. I I think I think it would go a long way if you set your daughter down and said, "Listen, I uh, I apologize, blah blah blah, for all the things I said, but I do realize that like." I'm really proud of the woman you became and I'm going to take a lot of credit for, for that as a joke, but you know what I'm saying? Like you did, like, I think you're, I yeah. think you're, I think you're losing sight on uh, all the great things uh, that your daughter has become at the, at, you know, at the, the risk of not being like everyone else, as you say, or not doing things the way you did and you being a yeah. little impatient um, because you know, without talking to her, it sounds like she's not lonely. She has friends. She's getting, seeing the world. She's confident herself. She's not willing to settle. And there's a good chance she's going to find a guy when she's ready that she really likes. And then even if that means when she's 33, 34 years old, that means that she has 20, 30 more years of spending every day with someone she truly loves, not kind of likes. And she has a family Mm -hmm. with someone she has a lot in common with, and she can do the things that she likes to do with him. And they can raise the type of family that way they want to raise. Not again with someone that she's like borderline indifferent about six years later. Yeah. You know, Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
I just have to be patient. You do. Yeah. Got to be patient, Margaret. Thank you so much for yeah. calling. It was been a fun a call. Good, yes, uh, a good call. Let us Thank know. you. I would love, we would love an update on this. <laughs> okay. I will, I will keep you updated. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret. And thanks for listening. All right. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. What a great call. You know, um, classic parents. Relatable. Relatable. Uh, I, uh, I, I commend Margaret for uh, asking the question yeah. and, and putting it out there and, and being willing to get uh, objective feedback on, on uh, what her daughter's point of view might be. Yeah. Um, I think this is our society. You know, yeah. people still feel like they have to justify why they're single or why they haven't settled down yet. I wonder, like, part of me wonders if she's a little jealous of her daughter and that's the way she's reacting. I don't know. I mean, I, d- I don't think so. Maybe, but like, I don't think it's. Uh, I think my a- grandma, oh, my mom is a neonatal nurse practitioner, and my grandma always like hated that she did that and like went to college. And I, part of me always thought like maybe she feels bad she never got to go to school, but I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's possible. I don't, my, my Margaret doesn't seem like a, a jealous person. I think she just, you know, I think she had it in her mind i think as this is coming from guys never been a parent but i think it's safe to say that as parents we have an idea of how we want our kids to be by how we raise them and then Mm -hmm. when they don't do what we kind of hoped for them it's hard to accept sometimes and i think that's a pretty normal feeling i don't think that necessarily means jealousy not saying that can't happen with parents but um i don't i don't necessarily um and she seems like very happy their daughter's got to do what she does. She just wants some kids and she wants her... She thinks she's assuming that her daughter is alone when she's not. How's it going? Hey. Hi. What's your name? Hi, Hi I'm Kelly. I'm 39. Hi, Kelly, 39. How can we help? Um, About seven months ago, I was broken up with um, after a two and a half year relationship. Uh, We were living together, and he um, was leaving for, he was a musician, and he was leaving for tour for like five months. And the day he left for tour, he never spoke to me again, and he texted me about five days later and told me to move out. Oh, wow. And I never heard from him again. Okay, I'm sorry. Is there a question? Um, yeah, the question is because I never got to talk to him or have any closure around this. Mm-hmm. I wrote a closure letter. It's Great. been kind of a long road of recovery, but I wrote this letter and I have it and I'm just the question is to send the letter or not to send the letter. I know he's probably could care less won't read it, will read it, make him angry. I don't know. But well, I think the important thing in that is that it won't change the outcome. So regardless of whether he reads it or doesn't or whatever his reaction is, it, it won't change his feelings. Um, so if you're sending it with any hope that um, he will reevaluate his decision, I highly doubt that. Now, that's not to say, and I'm not saying this to make you feel better, it's not to say he might pop back in your life at any given moment at his convenience, but it certainly won't be a result of that letter. Uh, that much I'm, I'm, I'm certain of. I am curious, though, um, 
you know, it sounds like uh, this was abrupt and you were shocked, et cetera, et cetera. But when you think back on the relationship, um, were you blissfully happy um, and everything was perfect and then one day he left? Or were you just caught off guard and hurt by how it happened? But maybe looking back, realize that maybe um, you felt like... Uh, uh, he was constantly doing what he want when he wanted it. And you were constantly accepting his behavior. I think in hindsight, there was probably some of that, but, um, we were pretty damn happy. Like we were talking about marriage. We'd spent the summer in Europe. We, you know, had animals together. We had plans. It was a whole thing. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty blindsided. Okay, how long were you date? How did you tell us how long you dated for? Two years, you said? two and a half years. Two and a half years. Um, and you had no contact with him other than he says he sent a text five weeks later. Move out. He sent a text about about ten days after he left, and you said, "Had you been texting and out. calling him like constantly?" Sorry. Had did you like text him and call him constantly after he said that? I didn't go crazy. I didn't send like fifty texts. I maybe sent all in total like you know, ten to fifteen messages like sure. what the hell is going on? Um, asking him to talk to me and he just completely ghosted me, erased me from his Instagram. All of our friends dropped like flies. They just scattered like all of his friends too like so you had mutual friends and they all left you wow we had a whole community of friends and it was nobody reached out people were unfriending me on social media it was i don't know what if he had to make up lies or say something to make himself feel like this was justified in some way Um, uh did you meet all his friends all, all your group of friends, your community, were they all through him when you started dating? Yeah, most of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. That that's a uh, that's tough. I mean, there's is he is he like in a relationship now? Do you know? In he's on his second relationship in the lap since this happened seven months ago. This happened seven months ago. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think, you know, listen, uh, that really sucks. And I'm sorry, there's no way to necessarily make you feel get better about it. Um, you can only try to learn from it, I guess. And there's only so much you can do there, you know. Um, weird. Yeah, it, you know, it's weird. Um, you know, mus- musicians, they're a tricky bunch. Um, have you, first musician you've ever dated? Um, no, but the longest long-term like i'm I'm honestly curious because i'm being somewhat judgmental about you know like have all your other relationships with musicians been just as unpredictable yeah i have a lot of friends who are who have dated musicians and they 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 all tend to have some um tragic stories about the unpredictableness of that's not always the case but um i think you know in this situation, it's always important to diversify your friend. You know, if you date someone and all of a sudden you're like, all of our friends are your friends. Unfortunately, sometimes 
that can happen. Did you, and you were friends with all of them? You felt like you were close with them? They weren't like, they weren't like kind of just being nice to you because they were his friends? I really felt like we were all really tight. Yeah. Like we had, we traveled together. We had lots of experiences together. I, I like made a point to focus on our like community of friends because I was in it like the whole thing. Um, and I think it's just like, I just feel like it's not fair. He got to drop this and walk away and not realize the damage that he caused. It's it's not fair. It's, It's definitely not fair, but I think once you say that, you need to just, unfortunately, you got to accept it, right? Uh, closure doesn't come from apologies. It comes from you accepting the reality of the situation. Uh, yeah. You're only going to make it worse by saying, this is not fair. It's not fair. He needs to fix this. And I, I need, you know, your ego is just like, you deserve better than this. And he need, he owes you this apology. And listen, you do deserve better. And it would be nice to get an apology, but at this point, you're giving, you're still continuing to give him all this power by saying, I need this from him to move on, mm. right? Um, yeah. It's been seven months. And so, like, it could be seven more months if you're just going to continue to obsess over the tragic. I mean, this, this is tragic and it sucks and I'm sorry. But at this point, you can only keep feeling shitty about it and keep being, trying to understand why these people did this very uh, unfriendly and, 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 mean thing but uh, you're not the only one who people have done mean things to and i only say that not to make you you know it's just like sometimes shitty things happen and that sucks and it does we've been there and you know it's just like ugh, you know but i want like it hit like you said it's been seven months it's a long time and i'd like it to not be seven more months right and i'd like you just kind of like kind of if you feel stupid about this happening, forgive yourself. Not, there's, not, there's nothing to forgive, but sometimes you just have to just be like, this is okay. This is not a reflection of me. I didn't do anything wrong. If you want to, okay. just to like make sure you can like look back and be, hey, was I like ever annoying? And, and I'm sure you were because everyone is sometimes, but like that's not why, that didn't justify his actions, right? Like, you know, I'm just simply saying in any breakup, you can look back and be like, well, how could I have been a better girlfriend, you know, or boyfriend? Like, I'm sure you could have, right? Everyone could be. Again, that doesn't justify what he did. But if you're trying to like make the negative into a positive, you could do that. But you don't want to like, you need to try to heal and get over this so that your next relationship, you're just not like downloading this tragic story on them. You know, like you don't want your next date or your next boyfriend to try to pick up the pieces of you being like, you know, dumped by an entire community. Um, Yeah. And, you know, maybe your next boyfriend like isn't someone who like has such a tight community and, and travels on the road. Because I can only, I'm guessing that this community was like, is he in a band? Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, so like they have friends and they go on the road and it's a very kind of very, like you said, tight group of which, you know, um, the loyalty is going to always be with him. And then like people come and go out of this group. You're probably not the first one who has had this happen to them in this group, if that makes you feel better, is my guess. Um, So you got to... 
so it's good that you wrote the letter, but you need to like for yourself. For yourself, and if you want to send it, fine. But I don't. It think will know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, doesn't really matter. Sometimes you need to send it just to get it out there. But you need to realize yeah. it's not gonna. It's not gonna change anything. Um, it's a good chance he won't read it, uh, and you have to like remind yourself that you don't need him to uh, make you feel like you deserved better. Um, he's, you know, that's a It's a like. That's a wild thing for him to do. So now you're trying to understand crazy. And you know what I'm saying? You're trying to like, I'm not saying he's a narcissist or anything like that, but like a narcissist would do something like that. Right. So like, so let's say for argument's sake that he is a narcissist. Fine. All the more reason why it would be kind of insane for you to try to understand the actions of someone who doesn't know how to show empathy for anyone. You know what I'm saying? But themselves. You know, and again, he doesn't have to be a narcissist. Like, you're not—you don't have to be a narcissist to do mean things to people. That's not the explanation for any everything. But you get what I'm saying, though. Like, he is demonstrating extreme behavior that shows a lack of empathy for someone's feelings, someone he claimed to really love and care about. And now you're trying to understand that logic, and and that—that's only going to drive. You know, you can drive yourself crazy trying to understand crazy. You know, my, yeah, my therapist, cause you know, I understand that feeling of wanting to like have someone pay for what they did or like get re revenge in a way or make them feel bad. But, um, he just said like, that's not your job. Your job isn't to, isn't to get, make them feel the consequences. Like they will have the consequences of their actions. That's the way the world works. You get consequences it's karma. What you do comes back to you. So you can let that go as part of your responsibility of, of like, because if that revenge feeling, it only ultimately hurts you. Yeah. And I would, I would, I mean, I, I guess I kind of believe in karma, but even more so like not even worrying about whether they get it, you know, like that's yeah. not, sometimes you'd be like, Oh, well it's not my job. But like, as long as I find out that like karma gets them and then your Facebook, you're looking him up on Instagram every year. Like, you know, when you're the fact that, you know, he's on a second yeah, relationship, you know too much. you're just like trying to like, yeah. you're trying to, Oh, it must, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. I agree with Rochelle. It's safe to say that someone who does stuff like this is probably just generally not happy. And he's constantly chasing uh, happiness and excitement and he gets bored quickly and he runs through people emotionally all the time. Someone like that will probably never totally be happy. But that's not like it's not going to get you anywhere hoping that he will wake up one day and realize he made a mistake or made a lot of mistakes or feels sadness. You know, like I don't think holding on to that anger is going to do anything positive for your heart. You know, um, it's it's not a reflection of you, you like you did nothing wrong and you just have to forgive yourself for judging yourself at at times because it's safe to say that you probably have done that um by like it's just natural i mean to like have be hurt and then feel stupid or feel silly and then try to justify it and you need to stop doing that you know there's nothing to feel stupid or silly about you know, it could have been anyone. And there's a lot of people who have been ghosted and you don't have to date someone for, you know, on two dates, people, it goes for two years and it's not okay. But, you know, unfortunately it happens, but now you're only just making it worse. Yeah. I think there's a ton of self blame that comes with it. Cause you start questioning like everything. Oh, um, yeah. 
ghosting is like the meanest thing that you can do to anybody. Yeah, especially, I mean, it is. this is not the same, but like, and eventually we got back together, but I can kind of like, I, my first girlfriend, and again, it was young love and it was fairly toxic and we were just figuring it out. But one time we broke up and we didn't break up. She just disappeared. I mean, she still lived like 10 miles away or whatever, but like, yeah, she refused to take my calls and it was just like, it was at a total loss and it was sucked and it was, um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks to, to feel like someone just doesn't want anything to do with you and just their way of handling it is to just leave. Um, but again, that's because they've, they, in that moment think that's what they need. They're not, he's not, he doesn't care about you. And I know that sucks to hear, but uh, take comfort in the fact that he can only care. He only has the capacity to really care about himself. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry that that happened to you though. And good for you for working through it and writing the letter and. Yeah. But you, uh, you got to move on. You got to really, I think it's time. You got too much going for you. Tough love for yourself. Yeah. Like you got to get back out there. Yeah. You got to stop wondering about why his friends did this or why he did this and how does he care? Does he ever think about it? Does he ever regret it? If would he read this? Uh, And I've been there, but like you're spending so much of your day still thinking about a relationship that ended seven, seven months ago and you really got to stop. And you know, you really like when you, when you, when you're in your car driving and your mind wanders there, you got, you literally got to stop and you'll go back there five minutes later, but you you just really, you got to stop. I'm glad you called. Thanks for sharing your story. Stop talking to your friends about it. Stop talking to your mom about it. Don't call another podcast and at like, you know what I'm saying? You really got to stop. Do something ceremonial to like yeah. let it go because <laughs> that's yeah. so burn, hard. Burn the letter. You yeah, know? burn like, it. Uh, if you want to say it's fine, it. but it's not going to change anything. But you really delete him from your life. Yeah. You know, um, literally and figuratively. Because, um, you know, right now you're been you're, you're kind of been in this emotional prison. And you're too great to let that happen. Look at you. You're a total babe. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> talented yeah um yeah yeah like listen i'm sure like you are a total babe you probably grew up your whole life thinking and i've been there and it's like this can never happen to me (laughs) and then it did you know but that's just your ego you know but don't let your ego make this worse than it needs to be yeah 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 that's time to move on it really Um, is there is a, there's plenty of guys I'm sure will like love to date yeah, you. Please uh, screw that guy. But when they do, you do not want to be sitting down and meeting a nice guy and just like <laughs> pour out this like story. You're going to look like a hot mess, you know? And <laughs> so deal with it. Have you, have you talked to a therapist? Well, have you seen? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, actually been doing a lot of work it's Great. just awesome it's just so hard to shape when you i get it you know but again it's funny i said have you talked to a therapist and i would almost say that reluctantly to you only because i think you just need to stop fucking talking about it you know and i know that you've done like again because i've been there I, I do ruminate a lot so like i say that without judgment that i i'm confident knowing that you've thought about this nonstop for seven months and it's yeah. time it's time to stop it. It, it's time to stop you know? Yeah. So that's, that's my biggest takeaway. All right. Okay. Thank you for calling. Burn the letter. 
burn the letter. Sure. Whatever, burn it. whatever you do with it, you have, just have a all your yeah. friends over and do something. Force yourself to stop talking about it, yeah. and it starts with you. Like, stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Tell yourself, I'm happy. I'm gonna. I'm strong. Even if you don't believe it, fucking fake it till you make it. You know, and it'll take a few months, but eventually it'll. You'll actually start believing it. But right now, you're not even giving yourself a shot. Yeah, you're true. You're you're right. It's true. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Thanks, You're going to be fine. I believe in you. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Were you just obsessed? I mean, yeah, I was I was 21 at the time when that happened, but yeah. because it doesn't really matter. Also, when you're dating like a, a successful musician, you have all these fantasies of how your life's going to go. And- sure, but I think it's less about that. I think it's more about the ego. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, what, what happened there was tragic. So like, it does, you know, even if you don't have an ego, that's an, that's, you feel so much embarrassment. Oh yeah. You feel tragic. And then especially if you had whole community and then, you know, you know, she gets older and you know, I, I get older and you, you were like, Oh, I can't believe this happened to me now. And it's mm-hmm. bullshit. I thought I was mm-hmm. going to happen when I was 21, but yeah. Regardless of what age you are, when it happens, it's not so much an obsession. It's just like, you think, well, how could this happen to me? Yeah. And then to, to try to justify this to your ego and explain to your ego that you're not a total loser. Yeah. <laughs> you spend like every moment trying to like understand. Yeah. And you try to understand crazy and uh, you can drive yourself crazy. Um, but yeah. So, well, another uh, great episode. I learned a, learned a lot. Uh, my biggest takeaway today is uh, you, you can't delay the inevitable. I yeah. Think. You know, either rip uh, off that band aid, rip it off, be honest with yourself. Uh, you can't avoid heartbreak one way or the other. Yeah. It's, 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 it's coming for you. It's coming for you. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Another great episode. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, send in your reviews, and sending your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K. And we will see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. <laughs>